0: Weird Woman is intended for adult audiences and discusses mental health, history, and other tough topics. Take care when listening. I'm thrilled and creeped out all at once. There should be a word for that. All I can think of is my junior high world civ teacher using the word titillating to make us laugh. Maybe that's the right word. I haven't moved much since this morning. I keep coming back to that mirror, hoping to see what I saw and hoping not to. Because it was the broken one looking back at me from the mirror her face, her body. And she was surprised to see me, too. I know isolation and fear can do things to people, but this is... Jesus. It's time for bed again. Night three. I'm tempted to just pull my blankets over to this spot in the hall. It's just as strange as that bed that's not mine. I could sleep here or... Not sleep, just wait for something to happen, something weird. And (laughs) No, uh, no, that's dumb. No, I'm going to put my sleep shirt on. I'm going to get ready for bed. I'm just, I got to keep going, right? I got to keep seeing whatever comes, whatever dreams, what dreams may come. I'm jacked up, but I'm also tired. Adrenaline fades, especially after I stop feeding it reminds me I'll need to get more supplies soon psych myself up for that at what point does this these recordings when does it stop being a dream journal and become something else okay time for bed. I haven't gone to sleep yet i'm just laying here but i'm i turned this on because i'm feeling something odd and i can't focus on anything else i mean it it's almost like a heartburn or a or a, or a panic attack but like uh, uh, like i'm like i'm choking on something coming back up uh. how can this be natural this man who sleeps in another room and comes in to grunt on top of me for a few moments most nights who won't look me in the eyes who sometimes puts his hand on my mouth they call it love they call it right they call it the only way God's law blessed and pure and good not long ago I felt a woman's lips on mine I felt her eyes take me in I felt her hands glide over me. I felt tenderness and joy and birds singing and trees waving and horses neighing. That was natural. That thrill when she caught my
1: eye in the park, that was natural. That jolt
0: when she passed a note into my hand, that was natural. But the horror, the anger, the disgust that came when my mother found one of those notes—that felt unnatural. I will escape. I will find a way out of this house with this man I was sold to. I must, even if I cannot find her or cannot have her. I've been sent to this house to breed
1: and die. Somehow, you
0: understand this. You. You, you hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... that wasn't a dream. I was awake and the unnatural one, she, she came and took over. I was scared of this. She talked to me and, and she, ah, okay, okay, okay. This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. <laughs> and because now this is this is some sort of record. It's some sort of record. So let me record what I know about her. Just like the others, the the knowledge, it just sort of dropped in. It just came to me. The unnatural one is from Ireland, 1645. She's queer. I don't know if that was the word then in Gaelic or Irish or English, all of which she speaks. She doesn't think in that kind of identity language, of course, but it's who she is. And she's married off to an English guy, Someone who has power in the country, colonized by the British. She's in a big home, one that smells like fireplace smoke and and dried meat. There's a sound of emptiness. She looks out the windows, overlooking the park, where she waited for a girlfriend and where she saw me. She's trapped. She's locked up and locked away. She felt, when she spoke, she felt calm. Even though she's angry, she knew this could happen, would happen, getting married off. And she knows this. She knows not what's happening so much, the the whys and the hows. She knows that That she and I are connected in some way. And that colonist, that logical mind that sees the issue clearly and what needs to happen, I think that's why she spoke to me. I don't know what to do from here.
1: you you, speaking my words. Hear me. I do not (laughs)
0: I think I was sleepwalking, sleep recording, or maybe I wasn't in control at all. Maybe she was the ugly one. That was was terrifying. (laughs) That was. She's in 1934 in Moscow, and. She must be sent to a gulag probably years of hard labor ahead of her, and who knows if she survives. Survived. Her voice, I can still feel it in my throat, low and smoky. She was chilled, too, like she'd been in a basement for too long. I've read about that time so much, in novels and nonfiction and all of it. I've read Bolyakov and Pasternak and Solzhenitsyn. I had a college class, and I don't remember the subject or anything else about the class except one day there was a guest speaker, a a gulag survivor, this old man at the front of the lecture hall. He talked about the work breaking frozen ground for no reason. He described heavy, such heavy snow, such cold and wind that blotted out the sun and the moon. So much so, they walked along a rope between camp and the worksite, so they wouldn't just get lost and die. All that reading. For so long, it was was all removed. It was just a history from so long ago. Just stories of a time when we were more dangerous and less enlightened as people. So this is a record now, Uh, a log or something of whatever is happening over these last few nights. So I'm gonna commit to this record. Let's fucking make a record of all of this. I'll summarize what I know. So it's here. There's the old one in 1500s Germany, about to be condemned as a witch, blamed for the town's troubles then there's the unnatural one in 1600s Ireland, sold to marriage and dreaming of her real love. The broken one in 1700s England, sent away to a nunnery before she escaped to live with the animals in the barn. And the ugly one, the 1930s in Russia, when when neighbors and family and friends spied on each other and Anything deemed anti-communist was Fuck. And I remember now from the first night, the the first time I started recording all this. It feels like a forever ago, but it was only three nights ago. Anyway, I remember the mad one. She was in eighteen seventy-six in Chicago. She was in an actual asylum sent away for madness. And I feel like that meant she was just like not acting right. (laughs) Like not acting like a, a woman should. So she had to be mad. So what do I do now? What do I do with this? With them? And why does it feel so familiar? Are women human? Really, truly? The old one, the broken one, the unnatural one, the mad one, the ugly one, they've all been sent away or locked away or maybe even targeted for death because they're women. They're women who aren't following the rules, the rules that label them as something less than men. And so they're punished and made to cater to men. So, are we human? Are women human? Because nothing's fucking changed. These women are all from the past, but here we are today. Here I am, running from more rules. Because that's, that's what I'm doing out here. I'm hiding out here, in this house, far outside the city, in the woods. I'm renting this place anonymously with Major Tom by my side and the birds and the owls and bats and foxes and deer and, and who knows, maybe even bears and bobcats. I've isolated myself because I'm afraid. The laws are changing. The men are gleefully turning back time. So we can be as great as we were in the past, in the time of the ugly one, and the mad one, and all of them. So they can have ultimate control once more. And it's, it's all been happening for years, but in the last months since, it's so fast. Women who are married, who have kids, who are white and straight and normal, so normal, they're fine. Me, unmarried childless, old, not straight, and not normal. I was not going to be okay. I'm not going to be okay. So I left the city and came here. I'm the weird one in 2025 in America. And like the other women, there's so many fucking threats. Of being slowly or quickly tortured or killed. The men make more laws and erase others. All to tighten the rules for women. And for gender complex people. And for queer people. And for black people. And for immigrants. And and for disabled people. But out here feels a bit more... Like I said, I'm hiding myself. I've sent myself away before anyone else could. And now I've gone crazy or I found something more real than anything else. Weird Woman is an audio drama from Broads and Books Productions. The show is written, performed, and produced by Amy Lee Lillard. Music comes from the Ghosts albums by Nine Inch Nails, courtesy of a Creative Commons license. Find full episode notes, transcripts, and show details at WeirdWomanPodcast.com. If you like what you hear, tell a weird friend. Thanks for listening.